Welcome back to week 18 of the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our spread pick show where we go through our favorite games of the week, give you our five favorite plays, including our locks of the week. Coming off of a winning week overall, uh, two, uh, Alex, Corey, hit your locks. Um, unfortunately, with this, uh, you know, the Bengals-Bills game that happened, um, everything that happened with DeMar Hamlin, you know, absolutely terrible uh, thoughts and prayers with him, family, teammates. Um, but, you know, we had a great week, you know, 4 no. Uh, on my part and no lot because that game didn't happen but uh we're on to week 18 and uh hopefully we can end this season you know we will be continuing this show into the playoffs but we can end the regular season on a high note so looks like we all have picks in this first game on saturday yes sir who wants to start us off with uh all right boys 72, 66, 55, 57, 59. What? Those aren't just bingo numbers. Those are the totals in these last five meetings of these last five teams. <laughs> oh, I was like, where are we going with it? Um, yeah, been shootouts every single game here. Stidham was slinging the pill around on the best defense in the league, almost pulled out a win for the Raiders in a pretty meaningless game for them. Uh, Chiefs still playing for that one seed. Give me the over 52 and a half. Another shootout. Yeah, no, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs minus seven and a half. Um, as well as Stephen played against, you know, the 49ers. I'm calling that a fluke. Um, I believe him and Mike White are the only players. There might be one back in the day come out and throw for three touchdowns on their opening, um, you know, as a starter debut. Yeah, I, I think that is a huge fluke. Um, Devontae Adams made Sidham look a lot better than what he actually is. Give me the Chiefs minus seven and a half to lock down the number one seed. I think it's a it's a wrap, and I think the Raiders just get run out of the building into their into their off season. They go. I don't yeah. think you're giving uh, White Mike White Lightning enough credit. Oh gosh, <laughs> that guy's a legend. You should have learned the first time around. I think Sidham's got nothing to lose, so he's out there. Just crushing it, uh, playing for a future backup role somewhere. <laughs> with that but, being said, I mean, with that being said, I think the Chiefs are going to win this there game. We go. <laughs> there it is. Well, uh, you know, shout out to my boy Mike White. We'll tag him in that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the Chiefs are going to win this game because they're hunting for that one seed. So the NFL also has some incentives for them winning here. So kind of a no-brainer i'm gonna tease them down just to be safe almost to a pick them uh this week i'm gonna do an afc playoff and a playoff hunt and an nfc playoff teaser uh just for some fun and chiefs minus one and a half are gonna be my first leg in the afc playoff form yeah well i'm on nick's side here um you know the chiefs just notoriously haven't been one of the you know, best teams at covering spreads, but I would say they are good at like barely not beating that number. So like, I think getting one and a half against this Raiders team against Jarrett Stidham, if this game were, were would have been to be announced last week and it was like Stidham's first start, this spread would have been easily over 10 
easily over 10, probably closer to maybe two touchdowns. Um, but, you know, we see Stidham have a good game against the 49ers and, you know, Vegas adjusts for it. But I'm riding the Chiefs here. Last week, the Seahawks were one of my – the teasers have been hot this year. I will say that. The teasers have been hot, you know, getting it through the seven and the three down to one and a half. Uh, I love the the Chiefs, and I'm pairing them with uh, – another team in a few games from now, but definitely the pillar of a lot of good teasers this week is this chiefs game. Um, all right, next we got the second game on this Saturday slate, uh, possibly the biggest game of the week. You know, this is the, this decides the division. Uh, one team is going to be the four seeded and the other is not even making the playoffs. So, well, I think the Jags may have like the slimmest of chances if like some wacky stuff happens, but it's pretty much winners in and losers out. Yeah. We have a six and a half point spread, 39 and a half point total. I am taking the Jaguars here, you know, against Joshua Dobbs. You have Trevor Lawrence versus Joshua Dobbs at under a touchdown. Um Lauren, like how you attack the Titans is through the air. I don't think this is, I was on Travis ETN, you know, this past week, but this is going to be a big Lawrence game. I think you see a massive game out of Christian Kirk uh, all over the Jags in this spot. They're going to the playoffs and, you know, they'll be the four seats. They get those home games. I don't know necessarily if there's going to make some noise, but don't sleep on the Jags in years to come. That's for sure. This is going to be a very good football team. Their defense did pretty good last week. I think they had like their defense six, still sixteen still needs a lot of work, but fantasy points. Yeah, they scored a touchdown. At a it's fumble. just their offense. Lawrence is a legit quarterback. He's very good, and he yeah, did it in his get, second year. They got to get him some wide receiver help, but they're yeah, looking better like sure. next year. Trending. Yeah, they're they're definitely not really the bottom good. dweller of that division. That's for <laughs> sure. Not at all. That would be the Colts. Titans. That'll be <laughs> just kidding. kind of all. It's all much three of, them. of the other teams. <laughs> it's literally all three of them. Hey, um, the Colts are going to get uh, Derek Carr. your uh, your old Price coach Carr. there, either Jim Harbaugh or potentially Sean Payton, in his League of Legends roster that he's assembling this this year. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see what the Colts do, but Texans. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> All right. Well, next we have the Jets going to play the Dolphins. Uh, Tua's probably not – like, he's not coming back for this, is he? No, no he's not supposed to be playing this week. Yeah. No. Yeah, so we got a one-point spread here. Uh, Teddy B broke his finger on his throwing hand too, so probably uh, Skylar Thompson. Wow. Yikes. I'm actually really surprised that they still have it, even with Skylar Thompson, but that just shows they have still great weapons, you know, Tyreek and Waddle. But, Corey, what do you got here? Yep. So the Jets are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Um, you know, they made some made some headway at the end of the year, beginning of the year, end of the year, they fizzled out because, again, don't have a quarterback, and that can lead them to victories. Um and the Dolphins here, they are, you know, losers of like seven in a row, six in a row. 
Um, it started eight and three. Yeah, maybe so. They're five, they're zero and five in the last five. Um, yeah, not good. I am going to be taking the Dolphins here minus one. I think Mike Mike McDaniel's is a good coach. I understand what they're rolling out at quarterback here. Um, but the Jets, you know, I understand they want to end on a high note. This game is being played in Miami. I think the crowd plays a huge part. They have to win to make the playoffs. Um, so I'm going to take in here the Miami Dolphins with, I guess you can call it an upset. I don't know if you really want to uh, since they are favored, but I think if, in a lot of people's minds, this would be an upset if uh, Skylar Thompson can, you know, lead the Dolphins to a victory. I and mean, even with, like we just talked about, you know, people just said like the Dolphins still have amazing weapons on the outside. Like their defense yeah. is pretty stout. I mean, I think I think we could I think we could throw a couple of touchdowns to Waddle and Tyreek. I think we could too. (laughs) You know, give me give me half two step slant. Yeah, two step drop slant. Get it out in under two. You'll be all right. And with you know, with how good Mike McDaniel's is as a like offensive mind, I think they're gonna open up the playbook and allow. I think you see a big running game here too. Actually, yeah, Mostert played well last week too. I mean, Wilson and Mostert are gonna be like heavily featured. I think this. Yeah. So. You know, I know the Jets have a good defense, but I I like the the Dolphins here. You know, you know, Jets are one four ATS in the last five. I think the Dolphins can get it done here. All right. Next, we've got the Browns going to play the Steelers, who have a very slim chance, I believe. Like a lot of things have to go right, I think, for them. Yeah. Like you're not mathematically eliminated, but this is two years much. in a row, two years yep. in a row where they've had the most absurd things need to happen to make the playoffs. Last yeah, year, happened. let's see if this year, not like Tomlin just can't have a losing season. He just can't. He's, do going, it. he's gonna have it this year when they. Well, I guess if they. Yeah, he is. There we go, PB. <laughs> Admitting to the Browns win. Oh, I hate, dude. I the Steelers are are trash, but. uh Nick, do you actually? I don't think you have a pick in this game. Do you? Oh, I sure do. You He's think I would up. end the season not locking oh. up my brownies? Come <laughs> okay. on now. It's going to be my lock of the week. I think Deshaun Watson has looked progressively better every game. Uh, I've said that week over week, which is good. He's trending, he's coming back into form. Defense is still looking pretty good. And uh, while we might not be able to make the playoffs, we could really stick it to a rival coach who's crushed us his entire career and hand him his first losing season. So (laughs) as a Browns fan, I'm hyped up for this game. This is our Super Bowl. Let's go, Brownies. (laughs) Dog pound unite. Uh, Yeah. um, The Steelers have gone under 41 in seven of their last eight. All five of Watson's starts have gone under the total. Uh, both of these defenses playing pretty well, and it's your classic AFC North slugfest. Give me the under 39 and a half. All right. Yeah, I, that definitely could be just a such a slow game. Um, but I'm I'm going and taking the points with the Browns and adding six. This is the second leg. You pair it with the Chiefs, minus one and a half, and the Steelers are not blowing anyone out this year. That's a fact. So I would, I mean, I love the Chiefs side of the teaser, but arguably I like this side maybe even a little bit more. Like getting it through three, through seven, and a 39 and a half point total 
for a team that like, I mean, I haven't looked to see, I don't know if uh, the Steelers have beat like anyone by this much this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Steelers are not beating the Browns by more than eight points. I'll tell you that much. So we're, yeah, we're like that teaser a lot. I'll probably have to back you on that one too. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a DraftKings sports better right now, just a little tip for you. You could get Browns two and a half plus 100. Not oftentimes you see the spread like that. Hmm. Uh, the money line's only 130. So it's kind of take a few points. Yeah. So I'm looking through and the Steelers. Well, so I think the Saints might be the only team they beat by more than. Yeah, so the Saints are the only team they beat. They beat the Saints by 10 and Ooh. no other team. And now, so <laughs> there you go right there. One for, one for 17. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. right? And that's with a very, very depleted uh, uh, Saints team. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> just just take the points with the Browns and the teaser and uh, spewing excuses. Start the new year off, win some money. <laughs> Next, we have the Vikings, uh, who are still playing for something here. As I don't know, I think the two and the three seed matter not as much maybe as the AFC, but it still matters um, to the Vikings at least. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think here? Because there's some there's some weird playoff implications. Like, would you rather play the Packers or the Giants in the first round? Giants. Giants. Yeah. So then yeah. they would be motivated to lose this game, possibly. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell has said though he wants the two seed. And because uh, oh, like, wants... then you get the home field, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or he wants West that home field potentially. That. And then um he also has said he said that I think it was underdog sent out a tweet saying that after a obviously huge letdown against the Packers, they want to go into the playoffs with some momentum. So, um, yeah, I get, I, I see that too. Yeah. Like you kind of don't want to, you know, get blown out and then, you know, trickle in here against the bears who are, you yeah. know, obviously one team is playing to win and one team is playing to lose. And yeah. as much as it pains me to bet against the bears in the last opportunity of the season, I'm going to do it here. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings minus five and a half just because I, I don't think, I mean, obviously not, I, not just me, but it doesn't make any sense for the bears to try and win here. So I actually don't think it matters if you win or lose. No, yeah, it, it does. does. It definitely does. We can go who from else? like the two to the four. Who else is that bad? There's the Colts. Colts are there. Uh, uh, Broncos. Cardinals Broncos are there. Cardinals. Yeah, there's a couple. Like Broncos don't have lose. a first round pick. Oh yeah, they gave it to the Seahawks. So the, the Seahawks, Broncos, yeah. Seahawks through the Broncos. There's a couple of teams there that are like one one win more than us right now. Cardinals, Broncos, and Colts. Yeah. So no, like the going from the two playing, to the, the five. The Broncos are trying huge. to. Win. I'm literally looking at it. The Broncos Cardinals are trying to win. They're not trying to lose. I'm sure they are. Russell Wilson was crying on TV last week. I care so much. I'm just saying they don't have a pick, so <laughs> he's so bad. He did all right last week. All right, people, what do you got? Uh, so this is my lock of the week. It's the under of 46. And 
so you have the bears who aren't playing for anything. They're trying to lose. You might see fields go in there. Cause I think he needs what 70 yards to get the record. Yeah. 62 or 64 or something. So you could literally see their game plan being, we're just getting him the record. And then who knows, then they just aren't even trying. You're not going to see, you're going to see a lot of running this game because Dalvin cook on the other side matches up really well against the bears. I think they feature Dalvin in this game. The Vikings know that the Bears aren't trying to win. And so they're just going to, you know, I think this is just going to be a slow-paced game. They want to get out of this game without some injuries, keep it on the ground. Divisional game, this this is going to go under 46, in my opinion. My lock of the week. Maybe they feed Justin Jefferson because he was absolutely blanketed and so upset, crying like a little bitch. On the sideline, just so upset. I thought he was about to get tossed, dude. Dude, he should have been tossed like three or four times. Like, yeah, you're acting like a child because you, you can't, can't touch the ref. Open. Yeah, you can't touch the ref. That's like well, the number one rule. He almost, he almost Miles Garrett, that ref. He was very, he was close. Close. I think he tried it. And then, like, last <laughs> second, he's like, bad idea. I think he was like trying to do it to Jair and then realized it was the ref and was like, <laughs> okay, pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> Jair was just gritting in his face multiple times. Dude, that was the bat, the very first hat <laughs> breakup he had. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have nothing ill to say about Justin Jefferson. It's just no, not at all. But when you after the game, you go through and you bitch like that, and then you delete your social media account. Like, come oh, on, did he? oh yeah, he did. He did. Have I didn't know that. Twitter and I think Instagram. I didn't know that. It could be reactivated now, but yeah, that's funny. That was funny. <laughs> well. Yeah, the Vikings, they're just going to be a disappointment in the playoffs. That's my guess, but we'll see. Ravens versus Bengals. Next game, Bengals, six and a half point favorites. Um, this game, we still, we're still waiting on the NFL to rule in that Bills-Bengals game, like what happens, but it's possible this game could decide the division. Like, like this is huge. Like this could yeah. mean the difference between the Bengals having like the number one overall seed, the number three seed, maybe even the two or like they can go from anywhere from like one, two, three or five. It's yep. pretty drastic. Um, so they're, they're one of the most motivated teams, you know, they're going all out this whole game. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, the Ravens are too, but they have a much different quarterback situation. So yeah. we'll start with you, Alex. Do we know if Lamar is back? I don't think. I think they might just wait till the playoffs. For him. Really? Yeah. That's um, yeah. And, you know, we mentioned it at the top. Obviously, tragic, horrible situation in that Bills-Bengals game. Um, but given the Bengals were in that game, they kind of had like a bye week of sorts, right? Like they played literally yeah. one one uh, possession of football um, yeah, not banged up at all yeah so um obviously you teased it very well they've got the division and potentially quite a bit more on the line here um guys gonna be rested and they've been on an absolutely unreal covering spree so uh under a touchdown here in a very important game coming off of a lot of rest. Give me the Bengals minus six and a half to continue that streak, that ATS streak. Yeah, they're what, 18 and two since last year, you said? Something Wagon. crazy. Like that. 
Yeah, yeah. something crazy Pretty like good. that. I mean, this is I mean, I'm teasing them down just for fun because I'm putting a lot of money on this teaser, but uh they're definitely gonna win this game, like you're saying. Like the Ravens aren't even rolling out Lamar. Maybe I'd consider playing the other side if Lamar was gonna play, but way too much going on. Yeah. So getting down the Bengals to pick them. Are you doing Pretty that much. one with the Chiefs? Yeah. So you basically do Chiefs, Bengals, pick them in games they have to win yeah. in order for improved seating in the playoffs. So yeah. I think, you know, some some of the best teams in the NFL feeling really good about that one. Yeah. I'm actually Love. curious just to see with what a money line parlay with those two teams, like what odds you get in comparison. It's probably like plus like 28 cents more. Yeah, it's probably right there. And then uh, I love all three of the teaser teams you guys have called out so far, Nick and PB. Those definitely going to be making some combo ones of those with a lot of other games that are kind of unsure, just given the, you know, some teams playing for something, others not so much. Right. All right. Next game, we have uh, Patriots versus the Bills. Bills, uh, seven and a half point favorites, you know, similar situation to the Bengals and the sense of, you know, different playoff implications. Um, now they can't, they've already locked in the division, but yeah. you know, they could go from like either the one or the two seed, yeah. one, two or three seed actually. Um, yeah. so, and potentially play spoiler to a old division foe. True, yeah, because the Patriots win and they're in, but it's tough, tough going into Buffalo um, to do that. So, Corey, what do you got here? Yeah, um, I'm taking the Bills here, minus seven and a half at home. Um, this is going to be a very, very emotional game. I see absolutely no way the Bills lose this game. Um, like, talk about what they've been through the last, like, you know, last 48 hours. Um, and then have to go play a game on Sunday, which has, you know, very meaningful, um, you know, um, outcomes to the game. Like they, there's a lot of different ways this, like, you know, with seating wise, we just talked about, um, yeah, I, I think this is not, I mean, like I would honestly bet the bills to win this game by like 14 plus at this point. I, I think this is the bills that need to go into the playoffs with, you know, a good record, uh, good, you know, not a good record, but, um, you know, momentum and the season on top. Yeah. Just end, end the season on top. Like you just had a very scary moment. Um, Bill's whack. Bill's are a wagon. Bill's are now my <clears throat> favorite team left in the, uh, in the NFL besides the chargers. So those will be my two teams I'm rooting for. I, I yeah, I, I like the bills here. I think again, they just crush. I have much more to say. I actually didn't notice. This is like, um, I actually didn't see this. I don't know why this line wasn't up when I was looking. But it's not on. uh, Yeah, it's not on FanDuel right now. Action Network had it at seven and a half and 42 and a half for the total. So I'm not, I'm assuming they're getting that maybe from Vegas directly, but. um, Let me see if it's on, if it's on. Because I actually was looking for the Bengals one too. Bengals is not on FanDuel either. These yeah, these two directly. were pulled from Action Network. Okay. So, you know, it's possible they reopen at different numbers. But here, let me say this. If 
Bills stay at seven and a half. Another and you teaser. can see it at that getting them down to one and a half yeah. is yeah. huge. Like yeah. this team to the losing at home to the Patriots. Like, I mean, I guess they could win by one, but getting it through seven and three in this spot, kind of how Corey said, like super emotional game, like perfect team to uh, include on those uh, teasers I mentioned. So you can just do combos. You can do chiefs minus one and a half plus bills minus one and a half. You could do, and then all three of them. you could do just, you just do different combos of all three of them. I think Bengals. it's like, yeah. Yeah. Love it's all like, of those. Yeah. Well, the ones I mentioned are my those three are my favorite for sure. So yeah, the bills are definitely a pillar of the teasers this week, uh, I will say. Um next, uh no one has anything in that giant eagles. So yeah, we'll go I did. I took it off. Okay. <laughs> Too weird. Like, yeah. Uh Rams versus Seahawks. Seahawks, Rams aren't playing for anything. The Seahawks need to win this game uh, to get into the playoffs. Six and a half point favorites. Nick, what do you got? Uh, so this is going to be the first leg in my NFC teaser. I'm going to bring down the Seahawks to pick them against the Rams. Must win spot. I think Pete Carroll's a pretty good coach, and uh, he's going to give himself a shot at the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think the Bills have – or the Rams have anything special going for them either besides Baker Mayfield, yeah, potential, well, MV, potential MVP candidate. Was that a Freudian slip right there? <laughs> True feelings coming out? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that seems like an easy pick for me there, taking them down to a pick them. Kind of the theme of the week. Yeah. yeah, the Seahawks are beating the Rams this week. That's a fact. Um, don't say that. Sorry, Nick. He jinxes all my picks. I do. He does. He's the worst. Last week, lock of the week. He's like, oh, such a great bet. That's a guarantee. Which one was that? Lost. Which one was that? I bet against Tom Brady scoring points, and of course, yeah. that it was definitely didn't. Was as I was all good. over the box this past week. No, he was on the under. Yeah. Yeah. Nick was on the under. Yeah, Nick. You, I don't know you, what you're you drink me. We'll we'll go back and rewind it. <laughs> okay. If we if I need to throw the challenge flag, we can. <laughs> yeah, go back, please. Um. All right. Next, we got the Cardinals going to play the 49ers. Uh, you know, Niners and Vikings are competing for that uh, two seed, number two spot. So, 49ers are 14 point favorites in this spot. Corey, you doing it? No, I'm not gonna. Oh. Do that. Well, I, I, I mean, I honestly, I would. I, I the Cardinals are such a bad team. D hops out. Um, who are they throwing the ball to? AJ Green and Dorch, like Greg Dorch. Come I mean, on, <laughs> we've called about all Greg Dorch ten targets and like nine yards this past week. Yeah, no, I think I, Greg Dorch might have ended as a top fifty wide receiver. I might have to look this up right now. I might be good for him. He finished top fifty. Great. Um, <laughs> They're going to get absolutely slaughtered this game, but I'm actually going to take a page off Alex's book. I'm going to take the under here. Um, last week was a fluke against the Raiders. I think that defense figures it out. And, like, literally the Cardinals are, are going to just turn around and hand the ball off James Conner 45 times. And this is this is a perfect spot for them. They don't have to worry about the outside. Um, 
Yeah, so give me give me the the Cardinals and 49ers to go under the 40 and a half. And honestly, I'd take if you're really that confident, I would take the 49ers minus 14. I like that too, but unders is a little bit more safe. So many points. It is a lot of points. Greg Dorch was wide receiver 62 and uh, half point PPR. Uh, so. We got this week to get him in the top 50. All right. Well, next we got the Chargers going to play the Broncos. Uh, you know, Chargers are not they're they're definitely motivated to win here as they don't want to play one of the Bengals, Chiefs, or Bills. They would like to play um the Jaguars or Titans. The Jaguars at the four C like or Titans. Yeah, Jaguars or Titans. So they're definitely trying to get this five seed here. Um but the Broncos, people might think like, oh, they're trying like they don't have a draft pick. So they're also motivated to win. You saw the firing of Hackett. Russ had another good game um this past week or fairly is that, good. Is that two? On the season, well, they've come like pretty close <laughs> to each other. They both of them were against the Chiefs. These had four, three or four total good games this year. <laughs> um, but Nick, what do you got here? And I said it earlier. Russell Wilson was crying in a press conference after the game. <laughs> Some reporter was torching him, and it was just like, "What do you think of all your teammates just fighting on the sidelines because you're so bad?" <laughs> you kind of see him like tear up like you're almost at the point of like feeling bad for the guy you're like all right that is no, not what the just... reporter said dude <laughs> Nick just like, there is stuff. no way <laughs> well i mean i'm you know putting it in quotes um i don't know i you could just tell like the the, the linemen are like f- actively fighting on the sideline to like either defend or not defend him He's kind of torn the team apart. So uh, I'm taking the Chargers here. I don't think they, the Broncos are going to end on a good note. And then I'm excited to see Justin Herbert, a long-awaited uh, kind of entry Playoff. into the playoffs here. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited to see that. He's a great QB. Probably one of the last seasons we'll see of Keenan Allen. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires next year. But What? Uh, <laughs> Heard it here first. He's okay. thirty. He's thirty-two, and he played like five games this year. Like he, how, how long are you going to keep doing this? He, as he long tears as they keep paying like, him. I mean, he's got yeah. Herbert chucking it. Why not? Ready? Josh Palmer broke out enough. He's not they don't thirty-two. He's thirty. You dunce. Well, he, he's done. You know, I like to embellish a little bit. He's not. <laughs> he is thirty-seven years old. This yeah. man is forty-five. So <laughs> Uh, well what you got we're on opposite sides here i'm taking the broncos plus three and a half you know definition of insanity last week i (laughs) i called out russ as a good dfs play he was one of the best dfs plays at the quarterback position of the week and this is a spot that i do think that they're going to come out and show up again i think this firing of hackett kind of you know, you saw some of his teammates like kind of rally around Russ a bit. I actually think this is going to be one of those like games that, you know, no one's thinking about and we'll, we'll talk about on the DFS show, but like ends up turning into like a shootout where you see like vintage Russ versus Herbert. Both Herbert hasn't really had a ceiling game. I just think this game just ends up in like a shootout. Like I just have this strong feeling and the Broncos at home are also 
typically, you know, it's much harder to play there. Um, and I think the Broncos can cover this in a really close game. A high scoring game is what I'm calling in this one. And uh, uh, we see Russ have his best game of his entire year going into the next season. So are you taking the Broncos or the over? Uh, I like them both, but I'm taking the Broncos at plus you get a three. Parlay them? Uh, I never do parlay. Oh, Betty two-time parlay? <laughs> I'm not oh a parlay God. person. I can't believe you're betting on the Broncos. Well, the definition of insanity. Hey, I I didn't bet I didn't bet on them last week when I said Russ would be a good DVS. What are the Broncos ATS this year? We could tell you how many picks nah. we lost. Let me see, actually. No, because I haven't taken them every week. So <laughs> that's just like false. Like I haven't. Uh he's ripping even... down like eight thousand dollar days and in, in DFS and then just losing it all on the Broncos games. <laughs> <laughs> They're, He's they're like, I'm seven, breaking even this year. <laughs> they're seven and nine, so not nearly as bad as you think. All right. All right. Not too bad. Yeah. And I haven't taken them. I've I have not taken them most of the year. I'll say that. Um I'm picking my spots, and this is a spot. Best game of the year, I'm saying for us. Okay. Uh all right. Next. We have probably after the I don't know that titans jags game starting off saturday this is probably the second most important game of the week um if the lions if the seahawks lose and the lions win they're in the packers win they're in so massive implications here and the packers are favored by four and a half points in lambo with a 49 and a half point total we'll start uh we'll start with you nick Sure. So this is the second leg of my NFC parlay. First leg was the Seahawks. Now I'm going with the Packers. Get them at uh, you get them at plus two and a half. So you swing sides there a little bit. Uh, betting on the fellow podcaster Aaron Rodgers to uh, you know continue his legacy of of greatness and making a postseason push and then ultimately losing before it matters. So. Um, I think the only way the the Lions sneak in here is if they hit a last second field goal and and win by a point or two. Uh, so I I really liked the teaser to two and a half in this one. All right, Corey, Alex. Yeah, so we've seen this script over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Packers are down and out. No one's paying them any mind. Rogers should retire, all that noise, and then what always happens, happens. Rogers rattles off five straight wins and gives them a shot in the last game of the year. We get Lambo in prime time, last game of the season, and Rogers with that shit eating immunized grin sneaks his way into the playoffs. Probably <laughs> speaking. The, the Lions team. <laughs> <laughs> Threw his hair out and became vegan. I <laughs> oh man, that was a good one. Uh, this Lions team has surprised a lot of people, including myself, this year. Uh, and I'm sorry to all my Lions fans out there looking at you. Uh, but let's be honest: when it comes down to the last game of the season, playoffs on the line, the Lions are still the Lions, and the Packers are still the Packers. 
And like you said, Nick, the only saving grace of this whole entire thing is that all that hope that Wisconsin has had building up over these past six weeks is just bound to get once again, absolutely smacked in the playoffs by the 49ers. So (laughs) Packers minus four and a half lock of the week. Oh, that's right. It was the 49ers again. That's right. Oh my gosh. We are setting up for that. Yeah. Um, Although you know what, like I was while you were giving the the preamble there, yeah. I was kind of thinking Elon Musk always says the most ironic outcome is the most likely. It would be really I- ironic if the Lions, who were just the dog shit team in that division for Rogers' whole career, knocked him out in Lambo like last home game, and then he's just like he just sails in a that would be casting careers. So bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. Sales into some more Iowa. No, so maybe, maybe. <laughs> that um, would be amazing. Well, before before you um, give your lock, I'm on a different side. I'm on the under in this game, under 49 and a half. Uh, you got two division teams. Both defenses have played much, much better uh, down the stretch of the season. And who's that sorry someone echoing here i'm like hearing my voice yeah um sorry oh no you're good (laughs) yeah it's just it was weird hearing my voice every time i spoke anyway under four nine and a half here uh in this divisional game with massive playoff implications like i think obviously the packers defense is better and they really show up um but you know rogers hasn't like even against the Vikings, like we were all thinking like, oh, this is the spot against the Vikings, just a cakewalk secondary. And, you know, they got the big win. They didn't really need to throw a lot, but just Rogers isn't, they're not, he's not in a lot of shootouts here. So I just love the under in this spot. Overhit last week. Well, yeah. I mean, that was, dude, it was like almost all on the Packers side too, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But against the lions i don't know the lions have a better defense than the vikings so i think all right Corey finishes off um pb what did i say a couple weeks ago that what was what was the line that you said <laughs> what did i, I say? think he said the packers were not making the playoffs <laughs> yeah, very adamantly so yeah he was like multiple times no, your no low percentage chance happened at plus 880. Oh my god, yeah, Nick, he admitted it. He admitted it. He has he has admitted. I mean it's not finalized yet. You know, they still have to win here so on they Sunday. They still have to win, correct. And a four and a half point spread. I am taking the Packers to right the ship, to sail into the sunset, and make the playoffs like I predicted weeks ago that they would. Everyone thought this team was done. Seems not done. You got discount double check over there. Has to make it in the playoffs for those commercials to continue for State Farm. <laughs> he is the number one reason why the Packers are the way they are. It's through Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a massive game to prove to everyone that he's still an MVP quarterback of this league. He's still on top of his game, and they make the playoffs. <laughs> and for all the Lions fans out there who, you know, I, I wish you guys were playing someone else. I really do, because it's just not fair that you miss the playoffs again for, you know, the I don't know how many years in a row you've missed it, but I know it's been a lot. Um, Packers minus four and a half here. 
Aaron Rodgers goes nuclear, probably three to four touchdowns, 450 yards. Here it is. What a call. Never done it this year. Hasn't even cracked 300 yards all year, but he's going for 450. He's going 450 and three. Wow. I think I'm just going to have to figure out how to apply the like Snapchat crying face filter to my face the entire time (laughs) that both Corey and I locked videos are going on. Because it's just, at least it's not the Bears this year. Like normally this is where the Packers are playing the Bears. Yeah. And it's this script. At least it's the Lions this year. So it's not quite as bad, but. I will the, Packers, say, the Packers usually play the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, don't they? Yeah. And they didn't this year. This is all I'll Thanksgiving say. Thanksgiving slate was weird. This, this is year. the best version of the Lions we've seen in a while. And this is one of the worst versions of the Packers. I'm not, I don't have a pick in this game for that reason. That's why I took the under, but it. I mean, Dan Campbell's the guy to do it. Like, I have, I still have his coach of the, I I don't know who's probably likely. I have a Doug Peterson and a Dan Campbell coach of the year ticket. And we'll see if it's, it probably ends up going to Dable. Dable. I have no, I have a Dable ticket too, but I don't think Sirianni. Yeah. It's probably going to go to Sirianni, even though the Eagles made the playoffs last year. Usually it goes to a team that really underperformed the year before and then makes the playoffs. I've got a Kevin O'Connell one that I think if the Vikings get the two has a chance too. Yeah, we'll see. The the Campbell one, man, that one I think if they make the playoffs, I think he probably gets it. I just don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Do we really think he's a good coach? No, I don't think he's that good, no. But I just he's a motivator. Yeah, I was high on the Lions, and that's why I bet him to win. Because coach of the year just ends up going to, like I said, teams that had a really performed, really underperformed the year before they get a, and then they end up making the playoffs. And I think it's like they usually go like, like maybe five or six plus wins over their total. I think five plus, and you know the Lions. I think Dan the- Campbell will be a good coach if he keeps relying on some offense and defensive coordinators for the play calling. I mean, you want a leader who just motivates people and can focus on the big stuff and not the play calling. So, I mean, you could see everyone, everyone's bought into a system. So I think he's a good coach for that. Good leader. Just not this year. We will see. A couple Um, pieces away. My, maybe I will have to hedge a little bit because if the Lions win, maybe I'll win that Campbell ticket. Maybe I'll hedge a little bit with some Packers. Yeah, if they um, made a, a run, maybe won a playoff game. Well, upset. I think it's coach of the year is determined regular, uh, like regular season. Uh, but all right, that'll do it for our spread pick show. We will be back for a Saturday two-game slate. I think this might be the first two-game slate we've had this year usually it's been a three um love the short slates we got a juicy one uh this week but thank you guys for watching and we will see you next time